Because the activity, the activeness of thinking about it happens in the beginning, right? When you're establishing a routine, when you're establishing a habit and it feels challenging, that's when we're really in the strong mindset of I'm doing this because I know it will benefit me later today and tomorrow and the rest of my life. Hi, friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so happy you're here with me today. I'm so thrilled to tell you guys that I am fully on the mend. I'm feeling back to 100%. If you uh, missed the last couple episodes, I've been really sick with bronchitis, and it really took the life out of me for a little bit. I was very down and just I just had like a really rough two weeks, to be honest. Um, And I think that showed probably in the in the podcast that I recorded while being sick. But it's important to do that for me. It was important for me to record that podcast and share that with you guys, because as I always tell you guys, I want this to be very authentic. I'm not just sharing like the success of my life or the really fun parts, or the really good parts, or even just the happy parts. I want to share everything with you guys because it's very, very completely normal and totally okay to feel all of the emotions, and we should feel them. That's what makes us human. That's what makes us relatable and personable to the people around us, the people we want to inspire, the people we connect with. We don't just connect on a happy level. We need to connect in always, and I want to always be here as a reminder that it's okay and very normal to experience emotions that don't always feel comfortable and don't always feel the best. And it's not very typical in my life anymore to experience a lot of overwhelm and anxiety and feelings of depression, but the last two weeks were really difficult and that is how I felt. Um, And honestly, it was a welcoming wake-up call to remember that those emotions are okay because it's been a a little while since I felt that way because I have been doing so well and because I've been so happy. So just a reminder that those emotions are always okay. It's always necessary to feel those things when they arise and address them so that you can heal them and move on because when we repress those emotions and we don't address them, we're just doing ourselves a huge disservice specifically in the long term, because the more you repress and the more you suppress those emotions, the more they're going to have the ability to bubble over the surface on a later date. And that's never what we want because we don't know what will happen. We don't know how we'll react to something like that. So just a friendly reminder that whatever emotions you're feeling, it's always okay. And you're allowed to address them and you're, you're allowed to comfort yourself and be vulnerable and feel those emotions, which is a perfect perfect segue into today's podcast. I'm so, so excited to update you guys on the 2023 goal challenge. So if you're new here and you don't know what I'm talking about, at the beginning of the year, I made a promise to myself and to you guys that I would update you once a month on how I'm doing with my goals and habits and routines and intentional living and just how I'm keeping myself accountable to the goals I want to achieve this year and the person I want to be 
at the end of this year because we're always making growth. We're always making progress and it's really fun and it's been really fun to hold myself actively accountable to this, uh, giving you guys an update just once a month, a quick update on the blog and podcast on where I'm at. So very excited to give you guys the April roundup update. So on the podcast, I do the beginning of the month is a kind of summary of the last month. So this is coming out the first week of May, but I'm summarizing April and just kind of how I'm going to lead into May. And then I do the same thing on the blog as well. So I'm really excited to update you guys. Obviously, given that I was sick for two weeks of the four of April, I can't say that I did make a lot of progress in my goals actively. However, I think the progress that deserves the discussion is what I just talked about, which is I was so sick and I did give myself a lot of leniency to rest and relax the the rest that my body was demanding. And now I feel really energized to tackle some new goals and move forward on some really big things. So that's what I'm going to share with you guys today about how I'm moving forward, because I have already talked about um, in the last few episodes, kind of just the emotional overwhelm I have been feeling. And I do feel like now I'm moving beyond that and I'm ready to move past it. Uh, Everything's been addressed and I feel good. I feel healthy again. I feel better. And I do know where I need to make changes. So that's what I do want to touch on as far as that. But then I'm really excited to update you guys on the goals that I have moving forward. So essentially the things I want to update you guys on as far as April and the progress I made is really the time leading up to when I was getting sick and what I realized during and after and how I'm making changes based on those realizations moving forward. Because I think that this sickness, getting bronchitis and getting so sick, did not come as a coincidence. I don't think I just got sick. I don't think anything is a coincidence. I think getting sick, there were a few interesting things that I did beforehand leading up to the actual time of being sick. So right before getting sick, the week before, I participated in a good friend of mine. She hosts um, what's called slingshot sessions. So it's EFT tapping on basically steroids. And she hosted an entrepreneurship focused slingshot session talking about signing clients, raising your rates, selling all of this really phenomenal stuff. And I did that the week before. Now, when we talk about EFT, if you're new to EFT, I highly recommend, or if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I highly recommend going back and listening to my podcast, talking about EFT with my former EFT practitioner, Valerie. It's one of my most downloaded podcasts. It's a, it's such a fantastic episode. It's incredible. It summarizes EFT so well and what it is and what it can do for you. It is such a huge reason as to why and how I've healed so much of my own personal trauma. So anyways, I participated in my friend Haley's Slingshot Sessions on entrepreneurship and using EFT to heal your fears around growing your own business. And if you don't know much about EFT, it is definitely a form of massive release. You gain massive momentum through this external and internal release that you're practicing because you're releasing these fears, doubts, and any negative emotions you may have towards whatever the topic is at hand. So I did five EFT sessions in a in five days in a row 
I'm sorry, not in a row. It was a Thursday, Friday, and then skipped the weekend and Monday, Tuesday. But anyways, we did so much EFT within six days of each other. And that's a huge form of release. So you tend to be very tired after EFT. It's very normal to feel overwhelmed, to cry. Just it's a lot of releasing. During the EFT, you're yawning, you're sneezing, you're coughing. Some people burp. (laughs) So it's just like a big form of internal emotions and energies that are no longer serving you being released out of your body. Uh, the same way, the the example I like to correlate to this is like when you get a massage, you know, even though they put oils on you or lotions on you to massage your skin, you also release a lot of oils. So in, in a lot of toxins and a lot of energy that's no longer serving you. So when you leave a massage, that's why you always want to take a shower because everything feels greasy and muddy and like kind of just, you know, greasy is the right word (laughs) so it's it's kind of like that where you're tapping on your meridian points to release the energy and then you're actively releasing it by yawning crying burping uh getting tired sleeping resting whatever it is for you so i don't think it's a coincidence that i did a boatload of tapping right before i got sick and i as you guys know obviously based on the podcast and just everything i talk to you guys about one of my primary focuses in my life is my business it's what i dedicate my life and my time to it's one of the most important things in my life it's what i am the most passionate about and the most dedicated to so obviously where I have fears in my business, it's really important for me to heal those. I want to keep growing the business. I've recently shared, you know, like a lot of my really big goals with you guys. And if I want to achieve those goals, I have to break past the sphere. I have to break past the doubt, the insecurities around my business. So I don't think it's a, a coincidence at all that I did a boatload of tapping on the business and on entrepreneurship in general. And then I got very, very sick because as you guys know, sickness is something that comes into your body that is a some sort of foreign body that doesn't belong and causes this imbalance in your body. So we get sick and our immune system goes, you know, in overdrive to eradicate whatever shouldn't be in there. And then we sneeze, we cough, we get fevers, any form of release. And I had all of those things. I had very bad sinus infection, obviously bronchitis, that's a really bad cough. And I had a fever for a couple days. My body, the amount of body aches I had, I didn't have COVID, I did take a test twice. Um, But the, the body aches I had, lack of energy that I had was just astonishing. Like I felt like I could barely lift my hands to get a sip of water while I was sick, especially in the first couple days. So I was releasing in so many forms. I was resting constantly. I was laying in bed, sleeping, releasing through that way. And I think it's very, very interesting that something that I'm the most passionate about, I did EFT on and then I got very sick. So that's one thing I want to mention. And then the other is obviously being sick can often be a direct result of your environment and what's been in your environment as of late. So I'm not talking about like being exposed to new germs or trying something new or like, you know, maybe the pollen in the air is really bad or whatever it is. I'm talking about the level of work and time and energy I was expending. I was definitely, the sickness was also definitely a result of reaching burnout. I 
since the new year, I do believe I have just been on overdrive. I've been go, go, go. My schedule is constantly packed. I am constantly doing something. And I've told you guys many, many a time that I have a really hard time resting and relaxing and just being still. I have a difficult time in stillness. Stillness for me feels lazy. And I know that that sounds really bad. So obviously it's something I am working on. But it's just something I struggle with because I think it has so much to do with my me being an entrepreneur. So much of what we hear about entrepreneurship is the hustle culture of it. You have to be go, go, go. You have to put in 80 hours of work a week. You have to only focus on that. You can't have a personal life on top of it. And when you want to become a successful entrepreneur, the only way to do it is to bust your ass and break your back doing it. And that's just not true. That's not the case. That's not how it works. And that doesn't have to be how it works for anyone. But I think I think there's a sort of resentment in culture in general to people who want to become entrepreneurs. And so the rhetoric around it is that if you want to be successful, you have to work harder than someone who works a corporate job or got a job in a, you know, maybe normal way. So went through an interview process and then was hired. The The rhetoric around it is that you have to break your back to build a successful business. And that's just not true. But I even even me sitting here and praising praising that to you and preaching that to you. Obviously, I haven't listened to that. I have put my life in a little bit of an overdrive and I I did reach a burnout. My body was telling me, my body was demanding that I sit down and I relax. I couldn't do anything. I didn't open my computer. I just laid in bed and I read and I watched TV and I recovered. Now, granted, I, and and I tell you guys, so this is, this is my issue. I need to find this fine balance with my time because I am someone who thrives off being busy. I love a busy schedule. I love seeing my friends. I love hanging out with my boyfriend. I love having time to myself. I love working. And I don't think I'm doing too much. I don't. But I think the burnout was potentially that I was doing too much at once. So I need to find a better balance of my time. (laughs) This is is the issue I've consistently brought up with you guys. So this is something I am still working on. I, you know, I will be working on for a very long time. Because if I'm someone who thrives off being busy and loves having a busy schedule, I need to find a balance between the busyness and the calm. I need to calm the chaos of it all. And I need to find a better balance and a better structure to my schedule that still lets me do all the things I love, lets me put in a good amount of work a week and lets me see all my friends, but also lets me have time to breathe, rest, relax and recover. That's what I need to do. So that is continuously my plan moving forward. Something I know will be difficult in the coming months is that it's summer. So (laughs) everyone tends to be super busy over summer, especially in the city. But I'm really hoping that I can balance that as I continue to move forward and as the summer months get busy. Um, I do have a lot of travel coming up and a lot of exciting stuff with the business coming up, which is what I'm about to share with you guys. But that doesn't mean I have to overwhelm myself. That doesn't mean I have to, you know, work my ass off until I reach burnout in another several months. 
it is possible to have it all and still have a balanced schedule. It is possible to work really hard, but still take care of yourself. And that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm trying to find the balance of because I do take care of myself. I do live intentionally. I practice my routines in the morning. I work out consistently. I have my treadmill, which I'll update you guys on, you know, so I do take care of myself. I take vitamins. I am on medication for my thyroid. I do all of the necessary things, but I think I do a lot of that in overdrive. And I think that that's my issue. It's not that I'm not balancing. It's not that I'm doing too much. I just work in a little bit of a, what's the right word to call it for like your mental state, your state of mind. Like I, I just work in overdrive. I do everything's done quickly at an efficient pace and I don't have lull time. I don't have a lot of time to just chill and when I do it just it genuinely makes me uncomfortable. So that's kind of where I'm at with everything. My hope in the coming months specifically in May now that I am back in a routine and I know I have a lot of travel coming up. Thankfully one of those travel is a vacation Um, I'm going to Mexico next month with my mom. I think I mentioned to you guys she may partner with her firm and she gets to go on the partner trip this year and she gets to bring a guest and I'm going with her. I'm so excited. It's actually, sorry about Bowie. It's going to be really fun because she's coming up for Mother's Day. So I have a whole week of vacation next month, which is really nice because she's coming up for Mother's Day. And we have so many fun things planned. We're doing high tea at the plaza. We're going to go shopping. Also, if you guys don't know this about me, I am utterly and absolutely infatuated and obsessed with Tiffany's uh, for no apparent reason. I just love Tiffany's. I grew up on Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm obsessed with Audrey Hepburn. So we're going to go visit the new landmark location on Fifth Avenue. The new Tiffany's just reopened and I cannot wait to see it. I'm so excited. It actually reopened to the public today. So I am waiting for my mom. We're going to do like pastries and coffee at the cafe in the new Tiffany's. And then we're getting massages and doing the ancient baths at Aerie. If you don't know what that is, it's a very cool like luxury uh, day spa that are in big, really big cities. And I've never done the one in New York. So we're doing that. Um, And then for Mother's Day dinner, we're doing restoration hardware and we're hanging out with Michael and my mom is finally meeting Jess. So we have so many fun things planned. And then I'm flying back to Florida with my mom uh, to see my dad for a couple days. And then we're flying out of Florida to go to Mexico for her partner retreat. So I'm so excited. It'll be a really nice break for me because I haven't been on an actual vacation like actual vacation since my birthday trip in August um you know I've gone to Florida and stuff for like holidays but I'm really excited to go to the beach relax do all of that it'll be really fun so at least I do have a lot of travel coming up I'm going to Charleston over the next few months several times for work but I do have a fun vacay coming so that'll be really nice and then the following week actually after is Memorial Day and Michael and I are going away to, we haven't quite decided yet, I think Maine or West Virginia for our 12 month anniversary. So one year, I can't wait, I'm so excited. But anyways, all of that is to say I have a lot going on over the next several months. Summer is always just a really busy time, but I wanna make sure that the busy is fun as well. I wanna make sure that I'm enjoying it, I'm seeing my friends, I'm doing all of the fun things, but still focusing on my business and still focusing on my health. I need to 
make sure I'm prioritizing me and prioritizing my body and my physical health because it is something, like I've said, that I've struggled with for a really long time. I do have a few minor issues that when combined create some bigger issues, which is why, like I said, I get really sick when I do get sick um, because of my Hashimoto's. So anyways, I'm really making sure that I'm prioritizing all of those things. But I also want to make sure I'm making progress. I, I don't want to just stay stagnant. I want to make progress in my goals. So I'm very excited to share a couple of exciting things with you guys. Based on, you know, I'm finally getting the momentum back. I feel really excited again after being so sick. And then also, like I said, I did those entrepreneurship slingshot. I did the a lot of tapping around my insecurities and my fear and my doubt around my entrepreneurship journey. So first things first, I know I did tell you guys I am thinking about hiring an assistant. The process is officially underway. I'm so, so excited. I can't believe that it's happening. I can't believe that I'm taking this next step in my business. It's a huge, huge step hiring your first employee. So the announcement is going out the same day this podcast launch, which is Wednesday, May 3rd, I think. Uh, it's a couple days from now. It's Friday the 28th. So I have a couple days, but I'm really excited. Um, I do just really need the help. And I think that that is also a really big step for me personally in handing over responsibility. I like I've been very explicit with you guys. I am someone who does love to be in control and I am someone who tends to think I rather just do it myself because I know I'll do it the way I want it to be done. But I know that there are other people out there. I know that there are people that I can hire and trust to do things the way I like things done. So I feel like this is a really big step for me personally and in the business because I'm handing over control, but I'm also hiring my first employee. Like that's such a huge step and I'm so proud of myself. I've worked really hard to get to this space and I know that it's going to be amazing. So pay attention or head over to my socials to see the announcement. But like I said, the it is going out today with this podcast um, and I am looking for someone, either an intern or an assistant. It is a paid position, but I want someone who is young and either in college or just out of who's very eager to learn about entrepreneurship. I think that anyone in entrepreneurship, it's always good to know the tech side of things. So they are going to be learning a lot about graphic design and web design, but also someone who's going to be managing a lot of internal systems for LaRue. So managing my client books and managing, you know, uh, correspondence with some clients and doing things like that. The full job description will be on the website and on my socials. Uh, and if you're interested, feel free to reach out but or pass it along, please, if you know someone who would be good for the role. It can be remote, but I do think it'd be exciting to have someone in person. So if you're local to the Jersey City, Hoboken, New York City area, please feel free to reach out to me. But I'm so, so excited. And I can't believe that I'm finally sharing it. My hope is to have someone hired by... Uh, the beginning of June. So if you're interested in a summer internship or a part-time position or whatever it is, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, the email you can use is lauren at lauren, L-A-R-U-E dot com. And I am so excited. I'll keep you guys updated on that. But the next update I have for you guys as far as goals and moving forward and progress is my habits and my routines. This is what I've been consistently updating you guys on since I started the goal challenge because like I said, I wasn't really 
vulnerable. I wasn't really sharing so much of the intimate details of my goals, but I wanted to make sure I was showcasing the progress and sharing with you guys like intimate details of my personal goals because the business goals are like they're kind of hard to share. But anyways, goals as far as and updates as far as my habits and routines. Again, obviously being so sick, I wasn't very on top of things. But I feel like even though I had said this in in the last update because we were we were moving into quarter 2 and I had some exciting updates for you guys. I do feel like after being sick, I had a lot of realizations which I shared with you guys. It was a, a little bit of a tunnel vision while I was sick of of realizing where I needed to make some really important changes. And I keep saying I'm going to make these changes and I'm making them in very small ways. But I think it's time to just really hit a reset button and we're moving into summer. That's a new energy coming in. I also think over the last two weeks, there was a moon transit that must have happened (laughs) because I wasn't the only one who was feeling really down in the dumps. I spoke with a couple of my friends who We're also just kind of struggling mentally and emotionally. Um, And I feel like it was a transit that was happening that was making us all a little bit out of touch of our lives. Like everything just felt very, we were doing things out of habit and routine without thinking of them, without being intentional. And that's not how I want to function in my life. I don't want to do, I don't want to wake up and just go through the motions of of the day. Like that's just, I don't want to be so disconnected to my life and to my emotions and to the people in my life and especially to my business. So the conversation as always around intentional living is just, I think being my goal for the next month, even, I don't even want to go 30 days. I want to say just let me, let me try next week. So I think my goal for one week, seven days is to just be aware of the actions I'm taking, the the thoughts that I'm having, be more aware of the decisions that I'm making. And I want to make sure that those decisions are really benefiting me. So if I feel like I need a break, I'm going to let myself take a break from work or go for a walk or walk on my treadmill or if I need fresh air, I can go for a walk. I want to make sure that I'm very active in my own decision making process because I think that we can get really complacent in our life. And while there is so much joy and positivity surrounding the habits and routines conversation, at some point, those habits and routines, like I said, can just be motions of the day. And sometimes that's a good thing because you've created a habit so well that you know to just do it. But are you actively thinking about what you're doing? So for example, journaling, I think is a really great one. I've kind of gotten into a a routine with my journaling where I talk about what I want to do for the day, how my day was yesterday, like what's going on for the week. But am I really active in thinking about what I'm journaling? I don't want to get to a place where I'm too complacent with anything, where I'm too in the motions of anything. Every habit, every routine, every action, every decision should have an active process to it. I don't think it's good if we get so habitual about a habit that you're not thinking about the benefits of it. You're not thinking about the actions you're doing. You're not rewarding yourself for the actions you're taking. I think habits and routines, no matter what they are, 
we should always actively be thinking about them and what we're doing and the decisions we're making and how they're affecting us. Because once you start losing that connectivity to a habit or that connection to a routine, I think you're losing the reward of the habit or the routine itself. You're losing the momentum of it because the complacency is no longer a good thing. It's just the normal. And when you're not actively addressing or thinking about the reward, what is the point of the habit? Because again, journaling is such a good example of this. It's such a strong example of this. When you're journaling, there should be nothing else you're thinking of. You shouldn't be thinking about what you're doing next. You shouldn't be thinking about what you have to do today or the conversation you have to have with someone or the class you have to go to or the work you have to do at your job. You need to be thinking about the journaling itself, how it's rewarding. You need to be thinking about how amazing it is that you're actively taking the time out of your day to write down your thoughts, feelings, musings, emotions about how you're feeling. Like that is, we get so passive in our day-to-day activity that we're not actively addressing what we're doing and the reward that it's giving us either in the moment or in the long term. So that I think is my really big goal for May is to be more active in my own life to actively make decisions and understand how they're affecting my day-to-day, my life as it is right now, how it'll be tomorrow, etc. I don't want to be someone who preaches about intentional living but has become incredibly passive in their own life. It's so, so important to be active and to think about the decisions that you're making every moment of every day. Think about the reward. Think about the long-term effects. Think about the short-term effects. Think about how the decision you're making now will affect you in an hour. Even listening to this podcast, did you did you do it out of habit because it comes out every Wednesday? That's amazing. I'm so glad you're here every Wednesday. But I encourage you to, the next time you make that decision, actively think about, okay, I'm listening to this podcast because I know I'm going to hear something that will encourage me or I know I'm going to hear something that will comfort me. Start making more active decisions. We both need to do it because everyone gets complacent. Everyone gets in such a habitual routine that you're not actively thinking about it because the activity, the activeness of thinking about it happens in the beginning, right? When you're establishing a routine, when you're establishing a habit and it feels challenging, that's when we're really in the strong mindset of I'm doing this because I know it will benefit me later today and tomorrow and the rest of my life. But once you get complacent in the habit, once you get so habitual in the habits and routines, we forget to stop and smell the roses. We forget to stop and think about, hey, I'm doing this because I know it will benefit me right now, in the moment, today, tomorrow, later next week, whatever it is. So I encourage both of us to start being more active in our decisions, in our habits, in our routines, in everything that we're doing. Start having gratitude for these moments. Start reminding yourself of the reward you're getting from journaling, from going on a walk, from doing whatever your habits and routines are. Because once we move ourselves out of that complacency, we're able to make and implement even more positive changes into our life. So I feel like that was great. I feel like I'm really excited to be more active in my own life. I think that that's going to really help me to not reach a burnout and find this balance of, okay, what what can I do right now that will benefit me? Is it take a walk? Is it write this email? Is it whatever? Is it to stop and maybe read for half an hour? Whatever it is, 
whatever will make me feel good in the moment because I need to stop being so passive in my schedule and in my day-to-day and just going through the motions. I think that that's what felt really upsetting and scary to me was that I was becoming, and I realized I was becoming too passive in my own life and too comfortable in my own habits and routines. I need to keep challenging myself. I need to keep upping the ante, if you if you will. So I am definitely excited to keep you guys updated on this and continue this 2023 challenge. I think it's been so helpful to me. And even if no one's participating in this with me, and even if you're just following along and listening, this accountability has been really, really rewarding. So I encourage you to find ways to do this in your own life, whether that's once a month catch-ups with your best friend or your mom or your therapist or whoever. Do this Do this with someone. Try this. Try setting goals and do it with someone who can hold you accountable and you can hold accountable. So I think a best friend is definitely ideal. And set one goal and keep each other updated. Keep each other accountable to it. I think that this is really rewarding. And do it in a way that you're actively thinking about the decisions that you're making and how they're rewarding you, especially in the moment, because that's how we make progress. That's how we keep fighting for the goals that we want. That's how we keep reminding ourselves of how we're making progress and why we're doing it, why we want the things we want. So I hope this helps. I hope this hits. And you guys know the spiel. As always, I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.